Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older, there's a place I want to be. It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got butterflies and hurricanes Shaking my body been a while since I heard that theme tune by the way but just it, it gives you a wee start in it man I love it it's no Rangers are close to being back as well and can it by the way welcome to the pre-season diary week one it's not quite week one they've all been back a couple of days but we thought we'd get in ahead of the curve we've been quite quiet through the summer quite simply because Rangers have been quite quiet through the summer and there has been hee-haw so usually when there's tons of leaks as I was saying to Dale earlier today, usually when there's tons of leaks coming out of the Ibrooks, everybody's going to have to not. Why is this getting leaked? Who's the mole that's leaking this? 
and now there's been knee leaks, it's watertight, and everybody's gone, how come there's knee leaks and knee rumours and what's going on in the world and why are Rangers no doing it and then Ross Wilson's a whatever else and he, and he needs to go? We can't have it both ways. <laughs> I'm quite relaxed about it. As long as we start to see some movement in the next few weeks, the squad's back, Gio gets to work with him, etc., etc. Joining me this afternoon is Simmy. Wonderful to see you back, mate. Long time no see, actually. Ah, it's been a while, mate. It's been a while. We also have the Rangers Reviews, Derek Clark. How are we doing, mate? No bad, Scott. How are you getting on? Good to be back on. It's been a, a long time. Like like Sammy, I've not seen you your lovely faces for a wee while. The last face I seen was Jason Reed over in a, a good old Seville. <laughs> getting a time. What a week. What a week. The the staunch superstar himself, Jason Reed. How are we, mate? Amazing to be back on, mate. Feels like it's been uh, months. Well, it has uh, been. Feels like it's uh, been years since the last one. And uh, yeah, big pop for uh, Simmy's t-shirt as well. <laughs> Austin316 says, I just whipped your ass. Can't be to be fair, Jason, it's probably a bit longer for you with different time zones you keep trying uh, <laughs> going across over the last number of two. Check I'm in the UK was... now, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm sure. home, okay? It's raining outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, speaking of Seville, quickly there, I know we don't really want to go back to that because it's quite a... You know, we've got to keep it with anyone. But at the end of the day, only fools and horses last night. Episode where Dell enters Rodney into a competition because he's oh, aye, 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 right? aye, aye, aye. So when he goes to the junior disco that's on <laughs> on a Wednesday night, what's playing? Viva España. And I just looked at my missus and I went, just depresses me. I want to sing that song again, be all excited. But anyway, that's by the by. We're moving on. We're going to win the Champions League this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> We better pod stuff before we get before we get into it. Sponsors for this year, G4 claims back on board again, and um, the, the job Nicole and that does is, is incredible. Um, Media Print EK officially joining us. They've they've been they've been great ways. Giovanni Broadcast cutouts and Stephen Gerrard cutouts and whatever else, and a new company FF Apparel as well. So um, we're delighted to have them on board for the season, and we thank them for the support. And hopefully we can do it justice. Heading into the Rangers, I think one of the biggest things heading into the, the, the pre-season and obviously finishing last season, heading into this season, was Conor Goldson's contract situation. Simi, four-year deal signed by Conor Goldson. Majority of the Rangers support happy with that. Um, there are some who maybe not be happy with that. I don't know, but we were all critical of Conor last year, but I think when you see the minutes that he's he's put in in his Rangers career to replace that alone would have been a hell of a job a few million Hi, so I'm the same as you I've, I've been very critical of him for the last season uh, I just think he's cautious some pretty big mistakes but I don't think he causes any season for that I don't think it's anything as bad as that uh, I'm not quite happy though that he signed the contract I just wish it came earlier because I think his heed was gone in some of the games and I think that was playing in his mind I could be totally wrong it could have just been human like anybody else you know but I just wish that I came sooner but I'm glad it's happened and hopefully that's in focus now and it's back to his best because he's one of he's a cracking defender at his game he really is and uh, but hopefully they rest him some games as well because he's no he's only he's only human as I just said and we can't play him every single game he's going to get tired he's going to make mistakes but the contract bit's settled I'm glad of that Delhi's numbers, as somebody was saying there, resting him and stuff like that, it seems to be him and Tav that just 
a plane and plane and plane and plane, which is amazing because their consistency has been great over the course of the Rangers' careers. I know they've had times where they've been a long um, performances, but that happens to every player. You know, I think at Rangers, given what's at stake for us every year, we constantly hone in it and probably look into it more than any other fan base in the world, and it probably plays on the, the fans, the players, and it's a big mix of everything that just leads to some crazy performances at times. Yeah, I, I was delighted to see him sign a new deal. I've got to be honest. I know it sort of splits opinion amongst supporters at, at times, and I know many of them blame him for the the, the Europa League final. Um, but for me, he's, he's to replace a guy like Connor Golson is going to cost you upwards of about ten million pounds. I think the player that he is now. So. To have him commit his future is is massive for me. Uh, he's a leader not only on the park but off it as well. He's very rarely injured. The only time he misses games pretty much is um, when he's just taken out the fire and like to give maybe youngsters a chance in, in early rounds of the cups or whatever. But um, apart from that, he's he's another present, robust. Uh, and then yeah, you're right. Him and Tavernier have been um, pivotal to the team in the last what four years. Uh, pretty much playing it every week. So for me to keep him around is huge. Um, I think that's maybe part of the reason why we've seen Leon Balligan uh, depart the club as well, with Leon King coming through. But um, I think having Connor Golson there, it may even impact on, on other players who are entering the last year of their contract as well. If they see that Golson has committed his future, it might just uh, tempt one or two more to commit theirs. So, um, yeah, big thumbs up for me for, for getting that over the line. I wish they asked Dale first there, Scott, because he made a lot more sense to me. I'd have just turned around and said, aye, that's what Scott was just going on. Yeah, Great answers. Can't argue with that. <laughs> Jason, I think as Dale says, he's a leader as well. He's, he's vice-captain um, to have captain. It's no coincidence that they two are the, are the ones who seem to be the mainstays of that team. For, for, for us, I think guys like Leon King coming through, learning from... Connor Goldson is only going to be good for them. Um, and and somebody to look up to for guys like Leon King. You know, it must be amazing getting in there with that kind of professionalism every day. A bit like, I know it's like the same age, but a bit like David Weir and the younger guys, Danny Wilson, etc., coming through and seeing what they can do as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was I was over the moon when he uh, when he uh, signed the extension as well. I think like the guys were saying, uh, it would have been very, very difficult to replace him uh, over sort of one window. Um, very, very costly as well. So, yeah, good news, I think, uh, all around the fact that he's committed his future again to Rangers. But like you said, for the young guys, especially on kind to almost uh, become that understudy, um, you know, is good. And and, and uh, like Derek said, when you see a player like Goldson, you know, commit his future, uh, I think it's good for the rest of the, the team. And it must be a morale boost as well, you know, uh, not only for the fans, but for the players in the dressing room that he shares, uh, that he shares uh, with the other guys. Uh, you've got to believe that makes a, a big difference as well. Well, Conor Goldson, you would say, is probably in his prime, entering his prime years, going by football, you know, ages, if you like. Still got a good few years left in him at the top. But his game, that's a no-brainer for me. On the other side of the spectrum, we have Stephen Davis, Alan McGregor, Scott Arfield, all signing year extensions. Um, Stephen Davis, Gio made, made a cracking point with Stephen Davis, and it, it's that Davis needs to be playing every week, I think, to get the best out of him. Right? Last year, he maybe bucked that trend a wee bit towards the end because he was coming in and, and producing a high level of performance. 
But on the whole, I think Davis has to be playing every week to, to be his brilliant best. Um, Alan McGregor, <sighs> it's divided opinion that, you know, the, the, the cameo at the, at the cup final would have suggested that that was it. Chino gone and John McLaughlin was going to take over to see Alan sign a new deal. Probably no surprise given his comments after it, but kind of surprised at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, Jason, I'll come to you first. Your thoughts on the three of them signing a new deal, mate? And and did that shock you with any of them, all three of them? or McGregor, definitely, yeah. I mean, I did not expect him to sign uh, another year extension. I, I personally, I would have been happy with McLaughlin taking number one spot uh, for the new season, I, I've got full confidence in him. I actually think he's a really, really good goalkeeper. Um, you know, whilst his shot stopping maybe isn't on McGregor's level on, on occasion, I really like the way he commands his area. Um, I think the defence really looks a lot different when he's playing. Uh, he does come out for a lot more. He's a lot more uh, commanding of his area, which is always good, um, particularly in the league as well. Um, so yeah, McGregor kind of surprising. Uh, Davis, uh, not so much. Uh, you know, I could see him kind of doing one more season and then maybe hanging the boots up. But you know, like you said, I think you kind of need him to be in there week in, week out, because uh, he, he can't really, you know, play one game and then take three or four weeks out. I don't think it works for him. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he how he uh, operates this season. Derek, do you think guys like Stephen Davis, Scott Arfield? Taking them just you know separate side away from the Alan McGregor situation, do you think the guys will maybe come in more in league games when when you have maybe your you know your other guys in in, in the European games? Uh, it's just trying to get that balancing act and still try to keep you know consistency in the team, still try and keep you know the fluency through throughout the team as well. It, it must be a hard a hard thing to do. I, I think Gio would probably have thought I don't want to lose the experience of Arfield. Of I mean, imagine Arfield Davis. McGregor and Goldson went in one season. That experience yeah. that's leaving the club is frightening, do you know what I mean? So the fact that the four of them are staying, I'm not totally against the idea. I just think, like Jason, especially with the goalkeeper situation as well, I think McLaughlin should be taking the gloves now and McGregor should be coming in cup games and it's whether Alan's happy doing that, of course. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with you. I think uh, that experience behind the scenes is, is vital and you don't want... Uh, you don't want them all heading out the door as, as, as that could have it could have occurred, like you said, uh, Scott. But um, the McGregor one was a surprise for me as well. I, I can see why he's been kept on, but at the same time, like you say, I want John McLaughlin to get more of a, an opportunity. I think he's just signed a new deal himself, so I'm sure conversations would have been had about giving him more game time. And then there's Robbie McCrory, who may become disillusioned now. His pathway is probably blocked um, 24 years of age, he has to be playing football. So I could see him moving out the door. I know there was uh, talk last week about Man United apparently stiffing about. But uh, for me, it's, it's, as much as I like Alan McGregor and everybody loves him, you just don't want him to block the pathway a youngster. It's pretty much like what I said with Balogun and Leon King. Um, everyone knows Leon Balogun's a decent defender, but when you've got Leon King coming through, you need to sort of evolve and um, and you're in safe hands knowing that there's a player that is so talented coming through the ranks. And it's the same with McCrory. I think he'd done really well the two games he played last season against uh, Celtic and Alice Kerr, albeit he never really had much to do, to be honest. But um, I'll, be, I'll be sad to see him go because I think I would have really liked to see McCrory get a right good 
chance in goal to see if he's got what it takes. He's been speaking, he's been spoken of highly um, before, but um, yeah, it remains to be seen what the goalkeeper situation will be like uh, next season. But for the likes of Davis and Arfield, uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst sees these guys every day, so you'll know um, how beneficial they are to the squad, not only off the park, but I think we can see on the park that they can still produce. Davis especially, I think he's still... Still uh, cruises games, doesn't he? And when you bring him on, even the Scottish Cup final was a, a Rolls Royce still. So really pleased to see uh, him especially staying on. We know there was Munro and St Mirren were sniffing about, weren't they? Stephen Robinson was looking to take him there. So, uh, and I'm sure he would have done a job for them. But um, it'll be good to see him. Not too sure how much of a role they'll play next season, but uh, I'm sure all of them will have a, a part to play. There's no doubt about that. As Dale says, Sammy, see when Davis comes on and... Help see you games helps you you know keep control of games maybe in the latter stages, and um, I think there's definitely a role for Stephen Davis there. Scotty Arfield. Sometimes you get Scotty, he's brilliant. Best. Sometimes you get Scotty, and you think, fuck's sake, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, to put it polite. <laughs> but I love the guy. But I love the salute. I love the goal against Celtic last year. He's still, he's still, he's a winner. He's a warrior. I always say he's a warrior. Whenever you see him play Ibrooks. He's the first one jumping into tackles, and I'd love a play. I love a player like that, right? Um, it's the whole thing about carrying too many players. I don't know. What's your thoughts on the three of them? With Davis, um, I think he's going to play more of a role off the pitch. He's influenced me as in terms of game time. As everybody was saying there, he can still do your turn. Rolls Royce players, you said there, Dale, but I think he's going to have more influence in the dressing room. Just that experience. Uh, I don't think we're going to see much of him in terms of actual game time. Uh, I think this might even be a transition role for him to maybe not coach at Rangers, but elsewhere. Arfield, uh, fine, another uh, extension there. He done a turn last year. He's a player, though. The less we see him play, the better he'll be. He's an impact sub for me just now. He's not a starter. He uh, has more influence in the game when he comes on uh, to change it in my opinion, and he can do that. But I don't think we're going to see a lot of him this season, especially starting. I think we're going to see him come off the bench. McGregor, I think with David Weirdham, I think there's going to be one season too many. And <laughs> David Weirdham, I love that. <laughs> it's, it's that kind of thing. It's people saying, oh, but Paul won't be number one. Right. So he's going to be number two. Two issues with that. Same with Glotton gets injured. McGregor's number one again. And I don't think he's going to in him this season to play consistently. Just see McLaughlin never gets injured, making a good sort of appearance here and there. As you're both saying, he's blocked a youngster coming up now. So it's very well people saying, oh, well, we'll deal with that next year. But who have we got next year? People are saying, is McCrory good enough? Maybe I, maybe not. Maybe we buy another goalkeeper for number two. We've saved some money there buying another goalkeeper. We've got that same issue next year when he leaves. Aye. I don't I, I'd, think I'd like to idea. see McCrory. I'd like to see McCrory get a cup, get a cup run like McLaughlin's had. You know, get yeah. the league cup, get the Scottish Cup, and let him have a wee run at it. That's, it makes a mistake, makes a mistake. He's a young goalkeeper. That's what it's all about. He learns for that. You know, the same way Conor Goldson makes a mistake, same way Tav makes a mistake. Morelos misses a chance. Whatever it might be, it doesn't matter. It's such a mistake. I mean, like people are saying, like I played harsh on Goldson last year, and he made some costly mistakes. But I don't think anybody in the in the team made as many mistakes as McGregor. That cost his points. His mistakes cost his games. We should have, we could have won. Not say should have won, but we could have won. And we dropped points because it. And I'm not going to turn around and say, I, 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 I,
But I'm really a big. I, I try and take sentimentality away for a player. You know, you don't yeah, win yeah. points. You don't win points because you're a Rangers man. You know, you don't win games because you played really well last season, or you made a wonder save, or you scored this goal. You just need to look at it in terms of the present and the future. Yeah. And I don't think he's a signing that looks either the present or the future. I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, Alan McGregor is his, his status and and Rangers folklore is is there. It's never it can never be raised. He's he's a club legend, as you say. Um, some people would argue our greatest ever goalkeeper. Some would argue it's still Gorham. But I think the var- the argument's valid, and the fact that it's valid is the biggest you know tribute you could pay Alan McGregor because nobody would come close to Andy Gorham usually. So. Uh, yeah, Al McCoy is my favourite player ever. I don't think he's got a new contract with Rangers and he ever run it just because he's uh, a club legend. <laughs> oh, David Scott goes to be fair. That's a bad example. The loser is a loser is a shaker. I'd give him a go. <laughs> uh, just a wee bit again on contracts and whatever. You've got Morelos, uh, Kent and Aribo. Arguably, our three biggest assets, really, when you think about it. Leaving, well, you know, the on the final year of the contract can leave for nothing uh, come, or can talk to clubs come January uh, if we don't come to some sort of an agreement either with another club or with the player themselves. Del, how comfortable are you with that situation? We've seen it with Goldson it's worked in our favour but it's totally different. A totally different age, a totally different, you know, he's played in the Premier League, he's came over a serious injury, he's now satisfied, happy, his family's happy, settled. It's a totally different scenario to that of a Morelos who's, what, 24, 25, and uh, Kenny and Aribo. Yeah, I think Aribo is one, I would not, I would be surprised to see him in the squad next season. I think everyone's sort of resigned to the fact that he's, been, uh, you know, he, he, uh, <laughs> he's likely to move on, I think. Um, the other two, I'd be doing, doing whatever I can to keep them, especially Morelos, I think. Morelos loves it at Rangers, of course. There's no doubt about it. He's, he's, he's hero-worshipped, isn't he? Um, he's settled in Glasgow. Um, he'll fancy a crack at the Champions League, another opportunity to get in there. Um, I know there was talk about Sevilla going to Spain and all that sort of stuff, but I think that's the one you really want him to sign a, a new deal. But it's it, it's not just consigned to Rangers as players go into the last year of their contracts. It's a sort of football-wide issue. So I know Ross Wilson gets a bit of flack and what have you for allowing players to go into their final year of their contracts. But it's, that's just the state of playing football at the moment, unfortunately. We just have to deal with it. Um, Ryan Kent's another one where Rangers need more from him domestically next season. Um, he's he's capable of much more. He's, his numbers were nowhere near good enough. Uh, in Europe, he was exceptional. But uh, in the league, Rangers need more. Um, I've not really seen too many... Uh, bits of news concerning him moving away right enough, but he's one you don't want him to leave for nothing, so it's a case if you're not going to sign a new deal, Rangers really need, need to be looking at recouping a bit of cash for him. How much did he cover? Seven and a half million pounds or something like that, so try and get as much as that, if not more, uh, if possible for, for him, but it's, it's going to be difficult going into the final year of your contract, I mean clubs will know this, and that's that brings down the, the, the transfer fee considerably, doesn't it? It's a World Cup year as well, and you know, these players are going to think, well, obviously, Kenny and, and that's not going to be like that, but there is certain players there that's a World Cup year and they're going to be thinking if their value is at that stage where maybe their contract's out the following year, they're going into a World Cup year possibly playing for a place at a World Cup and then a big move. That's where I think we maybe missed the boat with Kamara a wee bit because he, he was excellent last year uh, for Finland as well in the Euros and then he signed his new deal and 
he's been a wee bit off, but they've all been a wee bit off the board. It's probably harsh for me to pick out Kamara there. But Jason, for yourself, it's tough because we need Kenny, we need Morelos, we need Aribo. There's talk of a ten million pound release clause for Aribo, um, which apparently is true. Um, if you've got to try and get some of the money back because if we don't and we allow these guys to walk out, then you know. The club will be criticised, and rightly so, because although Dell's saying it is, it is a world football thing that agents involved now, etc., the, the power's in the players' hands, of course it is. But the club has to try and protect itself to, to the best of its ability. Yeah, I mean, there's there's got to be some sort of model there in terms of business sense that, that gets some, some of these funds back. You know, when you look at... I mean, any sort of return on a Revo, I think, is a good investment. Uh, based on what you know, uh, the manner in which he came in, but obviously Kent, like we're saying, seven million pounds. You want to be trying to get some of that money back. Um, I think for me, especially with with Kent Morelos, the, the the number one priority would be to to get that extension for both of them. But like Derek said, you know, if it's going to be a case of messing about, um, then you know, it's um, it's probably an idea, an idea that we need to get something sorted sooner rather than later before these guys start looking about in January, and then you know you lose you lose two players and uh, two potential transfer fees as well. So I mean, the thing is, mate, is I think as I go along with Del saying I think Aribo, no saying the other two don't have the ambition to play in the Premier League or a league like that, Spanish league, whatever it may be. But I think Aribo out the three is the most likely. Morelos is coming back for an injury. Kenny hasn't he really been on top form. Let's face it, we've seen him in top form. He's nowhere near that yet. Um, Aribo has come off the back of a good season, a relatively good season. Quiet spell after the African Cup of Nations, but then came back on his own, scored in the Europa League final, etc. This should be the time. Obviously, I know there's possibly a, a release clause, but this should be the time where, if he's not going to sign a new deal, we cash in now, we recoup money, and we spend that back in the team. Get another Aribo, get another young young player coming up for England or whatever it might be into your team that we can sell on in a couple of years' time. What's your thoughts and are you comfortable with the situation or do we think actually we need to have a conversation and say if you're not going to sign, we need to sell? I'm not really comfortable with the situation and I appreciate what Dale's saying that it's not just an issue at Rangers. There's unfortunately it's only come really kind of focus on this kind of thing so I'm only really noticing it there and I believe our signing policy when it comes to selling players and retaining them hasn't been great. Um, Pepper Patterson, how many times you see a player with left a mutual, uh, mutual decision, players just leave quite a lot for nothing. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to Morelos, I really hope we're just going to tie him up there for life because I, I do think we've missed the boat on him in terms of selling him for the big mega bucks transfers that we were all rumoured at the time. Like that's a year or two gone. So I'm as well just kind of thinking, just sign him up for life, keep him here. Are we going? Look him in a cupboard. Just look him in a cupboard. It's shame <laughs> radiator. <laughs> Um, Aribo and it's funny because although it's nothing against him I think he's a great player and I'd love to see him stay out of the three of them he's the one I feel more comfortable leaving because I also think he's the one we can get the most money for uh, Ken we're a long way away for asking for like 10, 12, 14 million for him so Aribo I think so I should cash in on because we need to cash in we can't just keep letting players go for nothing we need to put a business and as you're saying we need a good business model and if we're going to let players go for nothing, we're going to try and bring players in for nothing and just keep that. So the Arsenal model on it. Arsenal would eventually start to go on their app because the best players were going for yo, and then they never replaced them and, and now look where Arsenal are. Don't get me wrong, I've got an Amazon documentary coming out, so maybe, maybe that's in the pipeline for us, I don't know. But, um, Katic and Glenn Middleton have returned for their loan moves. Obviously, 
um, Katic is coming back into a kind of crowded centre-half area, really, because you've got John Suter, who's just arrived in the door. Goldson, as we've discussed, his new contract. Leon King, that Dell's mentioned. You've also got Philip Hollander there. There is tons. Bassey can play there and probably made that position his own, to be fair to him, um, when we needed him. So, how do we see, for a start, Dell, how do we see Katic coming, coming back into the fold? Where do we see that ending up? Will he be there come the, shot, the, the, the closing of the transfer window? And also, how do we see then John Suter? Does, that, does John Suter rule Katic out completely then? It's a tough one. I think something's, something's got to give. Um, Hollander, I love Hollander, but he's injury prone and you can't rely on him. It's a bit like Kamar Roof. Um, if he was, uh, if he steered clear of injuries, then he's one of the first names in the team sheet. But as it stands, it he just probably would be Rangers, mate. Let's face it, he's that Aye. good a defender. I don't think he would be at our club. No chance. Could he yeah. stay fit? Yeah. So that'll be an interesting one. Whether he he moves on, Katic for me, the jury's out on him. It's a big summer for him. Of course, he's got a new manager to impress. Tio might get a tune out of him, but. I think Rangers have moved on from when Katic was 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 playing for him. I mean, he's got he's got a soft spot in everyone's uh, every Rangers supporter's heart, of course. Um, everyone loves him, but I just can't see him getting much game time this season. I think he might be one that, that might be moved on. You've got John Suter, of course, at the back. He's another one that's had his injury problem, so you're just hoping that fingers crossed that he's he can steer clear of, of those. Um, and that, that we said touched on earlier on, Connor Goldson's the one that remains constant, isn't it? You, you, you don't really worry about him picking up an injury or what have you. So it'll be him and one other, but it's uh, hotly contested. I think we'll see a lot of Leon King next season as well, which will be which will be pleasing. Bassey, as you said, hopefully he stays um, because he was unreal at the end of last season, um, and I think he's either depends what happens with Barisic, the, the left back or the uh, the left centre back. It's his shirt to sort of lose, I would say. Yeah, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Basley. I hope he stays, but he's a player that if a, if a decent offer comes in, I think we need to cash in them. We don't he's cash one, in players. He's one somebody that you could you could demand top dollar for, couldn't you? You get money match the Europa League final, mate. You know what I mean? We're very very poor at cashing in players. We kind of like miss the boat a lot, and I think um, yeah, it's got to be viable to see if he stays. You want your best players to stay, but at the same time, a club like Rangers needs to be making big transfers. Out the way, unfortunately, in my opinion. Jason, you want to add to that with the Katic situation and Suter and Barsi and be an interesting one, I think. Really interesting. Um, like we said, I, I feel like there was maybe a, a I think in the, a, on the off the top of my head, I feel like there was a an instance in January where people thought Katic may have been recalled, um, and I think if it was going to happen, it would have probably happened. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be an interesting pre-season, but I just can't really see Katic, you know, breaking into that, that defence, if you like, especially with Suter coming in. But you never know. Stranger things have happened. It'll be uh, an interesting pre-season. Another Croatian. You'll get Kolak, who scored two goals against us for Malmo last season in Nokazut, the Champions League qualifiers. Apparently, some rumours, Sky themselves, have said that there's a £1.8 million deal agreed with add-ons. Greek journalists have said that that's not the case and the Rangers are ready up their offer to whatever amount and they would then be more likely to accept that. I found it quite funny reading the Sky article that it says that there's been a deal agreed and personal terms agreed. However, 
his club have not decided whether he's actually going yet. Well, if you've agreed to sell him in the contract, contract's all agreed. <laughs> I don't know how, you know what I mean? I know you've got to confirm the deal, but you would like to think if you've accepted the deal, it's, it's, he's going. So, um, Sammy, can you remember any of Kolak last year? I can only remember Alan McGregor putting the boy at his net twice and me being absolutely scun up by it. But he did stand out. He was a good player. I, I'm not going to turn around and pretend that I, I can't wait for the match thinking, do you want that guy someday? I hope we sign him someday. Uh, <laughs> I bet he policies did. I bet I, thought, he... <laughs> I, I don't know if you, you wouldn't have seen that, Jason. Like, uh, policies like this. Yeah, he's a good player. Him. I saw him at Ibrox last year in the Malmo game. He scored two against us. Like, it was some obscure like B team behind closed doors game he was at. Bye, <laughs> Paul. Remember it well. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, he's 28, isn't he? So I don't think it's going to be a great deal of selling value. Sell him. So I think 1.8 million is a decent bid. Maybe, maybe a bit cheeky. Hope we don't go in too much more from though. But his numbers seem all right. And I think uh, he's not exciting signing, but he's a, a solid signing in my opinion. Hope we get him. Jason, I was reading something today, mate, that says that his. His experience, although he's 28, his experience in football equates to basically Tavon Goldson's last four seasons with the games that they've played. Right, so that tells you that yeah, he might be 28, but there probably is a wee bit of development in him still to come. You'd like to think what with Roy McKay, that would that would bring that along. And I do think there's a player there. Hopefully, Sammy, I'm not going to sit here and say he's a fantastic player and we should definitely go and get him. I don't know enough about him. Just going off the two legs against us. He certainly stood out as a handful for our defence, and I'm sure the type of player that we would look at. My concern is, though, sorry, Jason, but it, 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 it was, he's been loaned out quite a lot. Aye. That never looks, but that never makes for good read me. See a player that's been loaned quite a lot. His number Jim Hamilton, right. it? Jim Hamilton, mind him. He used to just go out to every single club in the Premier League, just every year, just going loan to one of them, and that was him, Hamilton, Motherwell, whatever it might be. No far after. I mean, even the Malmo, it was on loan. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, it's a good Jason, anything to add to that, mate? Yeah, I mean, uh, like Simi, I don't really uh, know much about the guy, obviously, apart from the fact he scored against us. Um, had had a little nosy. Um, like Simi was saying, his numbers look quite decent. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, if he's if he's been punted out on loan uh, every so often, is there a reason behind that? Who knows? We've got a good good coaching team here, so you never know. Like you said, Roy McKay uh, and Co. Um, might uh, might work their magic, and uh, we could be on to something. But um, yeah, it, it, I think it's an exciting signing if it if it comes through for sure. Dale, you're in the know. He's an exclusive. Come on. Now <laughs> 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 well, listen, I think it's close. No, PEOK are apparently waiting to bring in a replacement. Um, before letting him go, I think that's what's sort of holding it up. But he's he's itching to come. Uh, spoke to a, a, a Malmo journalist uh, last night, and he said he's um, he scores a goal. If, he was scoring a goal every sort of two games. Um, he's not the quickest, but he's he's sort of penalty box poacher, which is what Rangers need. Um, he says if you supply the service more often than not, you'll get on the end of things. And I think Rangers are crying out for a for that sort of player. I can't remember the last time they had a guy that scored sort of 20 goals a season. Um, it's a long time anyway. Even Morelos doesn't even hit those numbers. So 
if he can come in and hit the ground running. He done well in Sweden, which is sort of a similar standard to, to Scottish football. So uh, that gives me encouragement. He knows where the back of the net is, as we've all seen at Ibrooks last season. I think the 1.8 million is a great bit of business. I think basically you're spending the money you take you took in from Cedric Itton leaving. So for me, there's no real major outlay for him. Um, I know there's not maybe uh, a sell-on clause as such, but I think it's a, a tidy bit of business, and I'm, I'm pleased with uh, if he if, if he's paraded at Ibrooks with the scarf above his head, then you'll have no complaints from me. Thing is, as well as, as you said, we said to Kitten, it's a it's an upgrade on him, right? So if you, if Morelos is the available, Roof's obviously injury prone. If we can rely on this guy to come in and, and do a job for two, three, four years, whatever it might be, then hey. Listen, we've won a watch with it. You know, not every player that we sign can have a sell on. Not every player we sign, we, we, we know we're not going to recoup money on them. But they did the job at the time, and that's that's what it's all about. Um, just quickly before we finish up, any other rumours we've heard? Anybody else that I, I hate rumours to, but it's getting that desperate now that I'm actually looking for a rumour, as I was saying before at the top. Um, well, I, I, think, I think we can find another bill like Gareth Bale coming. Aye. <laughs> aye. Sydney Govu, Alan Smith, the Mommy, I think we can roll the ball out now. Although I was, I was in the tomb earlier and uh, I was up to a whole street and I did see a guy that looked suspicious like John Eustace kicking about Taco Bell. He's so... looking for a job. He's looking for a job. <laughs> Michael Beals went into QPR and went, don't really need to retain you, mate. He's chopped it. That's, that's that. Tom Lawrence is the one that keeps kind of kicking about. Darby being released. He's out of contract. I'd take him. Bill. I would take him. I would definitely take him. I've seen him a few times. I would yeah. definitely take him. Um, kind of left-sided, isn't he? A left-midfield yeah, type. Yeah, he's a cracking player and goal-scoring midfielder. I know he's had off-field issues, but on the park, he's for, for a freebie, um, it'd be a no-brainer. But I think there'd be a lot of clubs wanting to take him in. But a lot of fans are getting an irate. It's just football fans at this point. I mean, we're still in June and they're, they're just wanting new signings in pronto, aren't they? But it's, I don't expect... You need to trust Ross Wilson and Van Bronckhurst and the guys behind the scenes that they're identifying players and... Um, being patient and they're carrying out their due diligence and, and they'll bring the players in. I think I've got full trust that they'll do that. I don't think we're going to reach the, the last day of the window and they're scrapping about for um, desperation bargain basement signings. I think I think that they'll identify who they need and hopefully they'll, 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 they'll be in before the, the Champions League qualifiers, which will be important coming around when the end of July, start of August, I think. Thing is, as well, Stephen Gerrard always liked to get his business done at the start of the window. That's what we've been used to. So, for the last ideally, years, that, that, that's what you want, isn't it? But of course, of course, it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Disney always worked like that. <clears throat> and now we're getting the other side of it. We're having to be patient. I'm sure we'll get there. As I say to you today, Del, we were texting Geo, is they going to come here and, ex- and just be given, you know, scraps to feed off and, and here you go, there's freebies here, here there, and, yeah. and, and anywhere. He's obviously he's shown last year his tactical acumen, if you like, in Europe. He's shown that he's worked out the whole Celtic thing, and in the last three games against them, he's kind of it's been getting there. Um, I think he's done enough to warrant the board backing him and spending a wee bit of money on him. Uh, hopefully, Gio can get his type of players in and, and for his system, and we hit the ground running. As you say, the Champions League's huge. We do have group stage football, of course, in the Europa League, which could be important for us as well. Who knows what will happen with the Champions League? Hopefully, we can bank on getting there. As we showed last year, it's a tough gig to do. It's a tough thing to actually achieve. Um, and it has to be all geared up for the Livingston 
uh, away to start the season. With our friend David Martindale, legend of a human being, <laughs> annoyed Chris Sutton the fact he was on this podcast. So he's a fucking legend in my eyes. So well done, <laughs> well done, David. You should be like the tagline the podcast. Annoyed Chris Sutton. Ah, love it, mate. I just wanted him to name us so that I could go full out. Do you know what I mean? And then he shat it if he talked to me as well on Five Live, remember? So never let him forget that. Um, <laughs> anyway, anything else I want to add it before we go? Is that us? Are we done? Yeah, we're good. We're done. Good. Thanks very much to Simmy, to Derek Clark, and to Jason Reed for joining us this afternoon. We'll do another wee update next week and so on and so forth until the live shows return. Which... I hope there's updates they have next week. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be sitting here playing fucking, I don't know, Candy Crush or something like that next week. So <laughs> thanks, very much. <laughs> thanks very much to you for watching as well. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. Now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.